0: We'll do the level best for interactivity moving forward. Uh, but while we are at it, though, uh, football could resume in the next coming weeks. A lot of you have been asking the question as to the what and the when. The when. Uh, I mean, government, they've issued a gazette... Uh, Yesterday, on how teams are going to go about returning to their training camps. Now, the Immersive Sport, uh, Arts and Culture, Natim Tetra, Uh, the Premier Soccer League, SAFRA officials have held several meetings as well that we've been updating you about uh, to try and map a way forward for teams to finish uh, this 2019-2020 season. PSL games, though, uh, were last played when, around about the 11th of March, if I'm not mistaken, uh, before the league uh, was halted in... line of the uh, measures that the coronavirus and the spread of it had to endure. Now, the software president, Danny Jadon, joins us on the line. Uh, Good evening, Mr. President. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide.
1: Uh, Good evening, Robert. Um, I'm like you at home.
0: Um, I'm somewhere, someplace, somehow. Nobody really knows where I am.
1: Okay, okay. Well,
0: we out uh, in the bush.
1: Oh gosh, uh, yeah, Corona is not to, in the bush. We had to. fine.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully not yet, uh, but we, we have to keep warm. It is very cold. The mercury has dropped drastically, no. uh, and so Thank for thanks for, the really
1: thanks for the wonderful memories of of yesterday. You know, um, when one listens to. All of the people talking about that World Cup, uh, it was a game changer for the African continent. We moved Africa from a hopeless continent to a hopeful continent. And now it's, of course, it's a 48-nation World Cup. It's another huge challenge for the African continent. But uh, at least we've dealt with the question of doubt of Africa's ability to deliver a world-class event. And South Africans were just marvelous.
0: Well, we didn't get a chance to deal with the admin of it, uh, but while I've got you on the line, uh, we also wanted to salute you. As the man who was there, as the chief exec, uh, the local organizing committee was an important uh, part of making sure that everything was done. And uh, you being the face of it, you being in the forefront of it, uh, we also wanted to say thank you to you. Thank you to your team uh, that made sure that the world respected South Africa, uh, even if it was for a month or so. But I think it's even beyond that. Ten years later, here we are. So to you and your team as well, Mr. Jordan, uh, we, we thank you very, very much indeed.
1: Well, I'm uh, also on behalf of the team. Uh, we had Norm Fanello, McWenchu was the COO. And then, of course, we have the three musketeers. Oliphant was the president of SAP, and Ivan Koza, the chairman of the uh, organizing committee. And all of the government ministers, business leaders. It was really a team effort, and uh, it was a wonderful experience. The best uh, 30 days in, in South Africa, uh, certainly most of us would agree that notwithstanding that it was winter, uh, South Africa was at its best, and the world agreed with that. And whether it's coffee or none, the United Nations, Ban Ki-moon, uh, Mick Jagger was here. Bill Clinton was here. Uh, uh, Joe Biden was here with his daughter, who was 15 years old. Uh, had a Makarapa and, and a Vuvuzela. Uh, <clears throat> and so many uh, people leaders throughout the world um, from South America. Uh, The president of Ecuador was here um, and so it was a very, very special moment and South Africa was at its best. Uh, Our country was wonderful and we have changed uh, on behalf not only of South Africa but of the African continent, changed the perception of how uh, the world saw Africa, Mm -hmm. a hopeful continent that moved from uh, charity donations to investment and trade now, and I think that uh, we removed the world's knee from Africa's
0: neck. That is powerful. That is powerful, and I mean, we'll we'll continue. It's not sort a of once-off. Uh, we we're laying a plan to at least dedicate per day a, a, an editorial angle. <laughs> Uh, that highlights uh, this World Cup and its success, and especially uh, from certain individuals that we are going to be unveiling uh, in the next week or so. But the important thing that has been on the lips of many sports lovers, and especially football, uh, Mr. President, is the fact that um, when does football resume again? I I know when when it comes to gazetting and all of these many highly worded things, they are highly worded. I need you to be that person that talks to us, layman's terms, something that we can take away and understand. What has been agreed? What is possible? What is not possible?
1: Well, I think that uh, you know that we started off by having two positions, Safa and PSL, uh, and then the minister asked us to get onto uh, the same platform, uh, get an agreement. The, on the 12th of May, we had a joint liaison meeting. We formed uh, a task team. That task team dealt with all matters uh, and developed a health and medical protocol. We submitted to the government. We then uh, agreed that the chairman of the league and myself we will meet with the minister. We did so yesterday, and the minister took us through what he was going to be uh, gazetting, and uh, that was issued. So. Where we are now is that the ministers agreed that when it comes to non-contact sport, that they can actually play, and when it comes to contact sport, of which football is one, uh, they have 14 days to make a submission to create an environment that uh, would allow non-contact sport to begin to train. Because you cannot just start with matches. Uh, the players have been off. And now they can start training. So that is where we are. Uh, and uh, the Gazette uh, today provides that uh, in the next 14 days, uh, once they're full compliance, the the clubs can start training.
0: So a lot of people were saying is that with immediate effect. I know you say when they are in full compliance. Who will make sure that all of these clubs are in full compliance?
1: Well, it must be submitted uh, to the government. Uh, We have a committee that will work together uh, because the question of the players must be be tested. Uh, They must make sure that all of them are negative, uh, that the arrangement to create the environment that they will be safe uh, if uh, they move into uh, the biological safe bubble or hub uh, and that uh, all the other things, question of sanitizing uh, the environment where they will live, sleep, eat, and so on. That all of those things must be complied with. And uh, we have 14 days to make those submissions. And once uh, the government is happy uh, and the government uh, accepts all the arrangements, then we can start training.
0: Okay, so that's not with immediate effect. So there's still a bit of compliance to be dealt with. Now, this safe zone that everybody talks about, um, is is that an an allocated place somewhere? I heard the name of Sun City being muted around as well. Yeah, I think
1: uh, that is uh, what the league uh, has put on the table. But, you know, the Northwest, for example, had a very low infection rate, and and, uh, now Western Cape, for example, is a red zone, and so Eastern Cape. Uh, so we're living in an environment where things are changing, uh, and oh. of course we're also in winter, so there are a lot of those issues that will have to be taken on board uh, so that we can provide a, a safe environment.
0: And, and that safe environment is very key, though. This question, I'll try and keep it as simple as I can. You still have no football, under lockdown level three is that correct yeah
1: there's no no competition
0: no competitive match
1: will be played
0: under lockdown level three
1: that is what the minister has gazetted.
0: so at what level because again you can't project and say maybe in july competition will start if in july the lockdown level has not been lowered. It still remains either three or goes back to a four or a five.
1: You see what what the minister said yesterday. It's clear that you cannot have in the country a one-stop, uh, a one-stop shop or a, a one-size-fits-all, because the situation now in the country, for example, in the Western Cape, is quite different to the situation that prevails in Cape Town or for example, in Limpopo. Uh, And uh, so when we make a submission, first, this was for training. We must make a second submission for actually matches to be played. And if the government is satisfied and the the minister agrees and he takes the proposals to cabinet and cabinet agrees, then I think uh, we'll be in a different space. But there's a lot of work to be done to submit to make those submissions to government,
0: mm-hmm. but 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 it still is that possibility again, Mr. President, that the the actual playing of the game would only still be possible under lockdown level one for contact sport.
1: Well, I, I don't think that we can give you that answer because. Uh, the, the question of the infection rate and the death rate uh, is not such that we can predict what will happen next week or next month. No one knows.
0: Because it is spiking and I don't know if government does give some form of directive to say, well, if it reaches a certain level, we might need to tighten up and, and therefore makes it very difficult again, Mr. Jordan, for a sport like football to actually even get played.
1: Yes, it makes it more difficult, but that's why the planning needs to be more started. The, the medical people need to come on board and we then have to make uh, proposals, you see. FIFA has said that. Uh, they would allow the league to run four weeks over the end of the league. In other words, uh, we have space uh, to to look at another four weeks beyond uh, what was traditionally the end uh, in June, so we can go towards the end of July. But it all depends on, as the minister said, we must now really sit down to deal with the next phase. Training has been agreed to, and uh, Uh, there must be compliance and then teams can train. And now we have to sit down to deal with the next issue. And, of course, we have to look at uh, what is the environment like and uh, what are the possible safe areas and what are the additional measures to be taken.
0: Do they consider things like traveling? Because, you know, if a team has to play an away game, uh, either in Cape Town, I mean, another high-risk place, which has had numbers shooting out over the roof, and they have to travel from, let's say, Johannesburg, which also spiked today. We heard from the uh, Premier saying how you know, disappointed or also shocked he has been uh, to see how Johannesburg, um, as, as a city, has really shot up as far as the infections are concerned. Now, football, as you know, has to do with traveling. Yeah. Have they incorporated that? Uh, because you can test negative. And then head off into a trip down to Cape Town or to Durban or to wherever, and then somewhere, somewhere along the line, that is where you pick up the infection. Yes,
1: uh, you are arranging something that that FIFA has arranged with us. FIFA sent me a list of questions that uh, they asked me to consider and and respond to it. And one of the issues is exactly that domestic and international travel. Now, international travel, as you know, if Bafana must play Ghana, and the players must fly from London or Frankfurt. They fly from the different countries where they play, and then they must assemble on their connections in either Frankfurt or, or London or, any, or Paris or any other. But in that plane, these planes are big. There are other passengers who get connecting flights for maybe another 50, 60 different countries. And therefore, the risk is so much bigger. Now, mm-hmm. the example that you raised is something that we raised yesterday when we were there with the minister. And the league had indicated, no, in that case, they may have to consider a charter flight so that the team, once it tests negative, that the team on its own will be in that flight. And there won't be other passengers who may come from uh, places uh, that may be considered high risk or highly infected area so that's why I'm saying there are a lot of work to be done and and, and to make sure that the players health are secured and the environment is
0: how open and transparent will this process be? Because one of the things that I've seen has been lacking has been our very strong communication. Uh, where you know other leagues around the world, you know you you would know what stage uh, the, the you know the club and the inspections are going into. Uh, they would tell you numbers that okay, uh, four Brighton players tested positive, two staff members were positive. Therefore, they're in quarantine. Because I think the public is is also waiting for that kind of openness, that transparency, that ability to know what is happening behind the scenes?
1: Well, I think that now the players will go into the phase of being tested and if your suggestion is that uh, the result of those tests must be made public uh, it's something that we'll have to discuss with the league to say uh, when you test all the players from a particular team uh, give us what the outcome is. Because I think for the fans also, it will be comforting to know that all the players in their club that they support tested and tested negative. Uh, and uh, it's a sense of comfort for them as well. So uh, it's something Should... that we worry.
0: No, absolutely. And, and just as a parting shot now, uh, Mr. Jordan, with what has been announced What should fans anticipate? Obviously, these last, what, 54 games will be played behind closed doors. Uh, There'll be no fan involvement whatsoever, Uh, you know, but you've got to have referees that Safa does provide to the league. They'll be coming through. Have they also got their own protocols and procedures? Uh, Because you don't want a referee now coming through and having to go and infect a player because it's called him through and dished out a yellow card. And, you know, because they're not wearing masks, spit flies, somebody gets infected.
1: No, I think uh, the, whatever applies to the players will apply to the referees. The referees will also have to stay in that safe, uh, biological, safe environment. Uh, they will also have to be subjected to tests. Uh, and again, they have, if anyone tests positive, they will have to be removed. Uh, so the same protocol will apply to the referees because the referees, get close uh, and sometimes personal with the players. So you have to make sure that the refugees too, uh, they are not the carriers or conveyors of the virus.
0: All right, so I think what South Africans just need to know is that, yes, the players are have been given and granted the permission to go and train but they still have to satisfy a couple of protocols once those have been satisfied they can go back into a training environment uh, which is safe with regular checks and regular screenings Uh, but football will not start anytime soon up until the lockdown level has been reduced but it cannot happen under lockdown level three so is that a safe place to part the conversation up until we chat again?
1: Well, I, I'm, I'm saying that uh, the training, you are absolutely correct. I think the minister yeah. in the Gazette is clear. Uh, the non-contact uh, sport can play, contact sport can train. It's up to us now to do further work. As I've that indicated, that you raised the question of travel and, and, and other issues. We will have to work and make a further submission to the government, and then we will have to engage the minister and the government further on the on, the, on phase two, uh, and that is the phase board uh, plane.
0: Maybe just a quick one before I release you, which I think is an important one. That's. Uh... Again, been brought to my attention here. Uh, when you look at a club like Chipper United, they wouldn't be able to train uh, in the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. Uh, the stadium is closed up until December. Um, so, what, what happens to those clubs that don't own uh, stadia because the municipalities have closed all of their stadiums? Uh,
1: you see, those are issues that if they are all in the same biological Safe area, they will train there, they will play there, they will stay there, they will eat there, uh, and so on. So that shouldn't be a difficulty because, in any case, they will have to move from is there Nelson Mandela Bay to wherever the safe hub is.
0: Yeah, I suppose there's still a lot uh, to be ironed out because, I mean, those those uh-huh. are very important questions. If they still have a, a so-called uh, big game or a category game that is left for them to play there, uh, then where do they take uh, that match? I know that it's got no fans. Uh, but I think it's about the protocols as well that come into play. Uh, nonetheless, I'm sure with time all of those things will be ironed out. But uh, an important question to uh, linger in the mind as we yeah. move and hope no, to get and, somewhere.
1: As we've indicated, these stadiums will be sanitized. So clearly, if the stadium is closed, it's not going to be sanitized, and therefore, it's not going to be used in mm-hmm. any case.
0: So the alternative venue will then have to be enacted.
1: Yes, like even in 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 in. in uh, the English Premier League they, they are not necessarily going to play home and away matches uh, they are going to confine the number of stadiums used uh, and create a safe environment
0: Alright, fantastic stuff Mr. Juran. thank you so much for, for your time and uh, I'm sure in the, in the next couple of days or week we'll be able to reach out again uh, so that we give this clarity to our listeners and supporters of football
1: Uh,
0: Thank you, and happy 10th anniversary for 2010. Thank you. Likewise, uh, that's uh, the SAFA president, uh, Danny Jordan, uh, joining me uh, on the line. And and given the kind of clarity, I guess, that we've all been seeking, yes, the gazetted moments have been uh, put out there uh, for training to resume. But, yeah, there's still a couple of protocols that they need uh, to fulfill. Uh, in its entirety as well so yeah thanks for that so i hope it did help to clarify uh, where we are some of these positions are not always as clear cut as what we would like them to be uh, but i think there was a level of clarity uh, that we had there coming through from the African uh, president the mother body who are obviously in control and in charge of all football in south africa